night tonight. Tension grows, the whistle blows, and the puck goes down the ice. The goalie jumps and the players bump, and the fans all go insane. Someone roars, Bobby's roar! the good old hockey game. Oh, the good old hockey game is the best game you can name. And the best game you can name is the good old hockey game. The good old hockey game. All right, here we go. Tis a game day. Tis a very big game day. Vegas Hockey Hotline, Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapshot. All right, let's take care of some biz. They're on the power play, Adam S. Kuttner, social media, Twitter. And if they score... Let me say that again. If they score on said power play, someone's got a chance to win tickets to a future Golden Knights game. Our friends at John Smith Subs, 9701 West Flamingo. It's Tuesday. You get the buy one sub, get one free, which is money. But on game days, go in and use the words hat trick special. Sandwich, a sub, and I mean, a sub, fries, and a drink. Yeah, it's your choice. You, you get, get chips. chips or fries. Yeah, you don't get the get chips. Get the fries. Yeah. All right. You know, our loyal listeners, you're a box of rocks if you get chips. <laughs> All right. Get the fries. The fries are terrific, right? Yes, they are. All right. So don't even say the chips. It's there. By the way, so buy the combo deal, the hat trick special, but then also get, get an extra bit of fries for the ride home. Yeah, yeah. That's smart. That's smart. And then stop at Home Depot and get a shop vac to clean up if you're a slob. <laughs> That's a given. Or, st- so, or stop by the car wash the next day. And, of course, terrible herbs. You want to spin the wheel. The VGK game day giveaway. There you go. $1,000. You stop by Terribles, you get but, the car wash. But if you're doing all that driving around, just make sure you get home in time for the game. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we, we got them going everywhere. There's traffic jam out there. All right. So, listen. We had the huge game. This is a huge week. We love doing this show. All right. Pat yep. Micheletti started the week. Steve Carp's here today. He's going to join us Friday at Sunset Station. We'll boomerang back to Mr. Micheletti a lot in this series. Dennis Bernstein was on Sportsbook Radio. Dennis will get him on again. Outside chance, Dennis may be coming out to Sunset Station Friday if, if, if he doesn't have another commitment. But he's money. And then... We'll get Ken Bolke, Dave Shane. I just want you know, we're in the playoffs. We're going to get Mike Harrington in Buffalo at some point, get his overview and what's going on there. Our guests around the hockey world. Did you ever get a hold of Jim Toth, by the way? Uh, Jim Toth, we'll get him on from Winnipeg. Yeah, cool. the one day we we were trying to get him on, he had something cooking, okay. but he's phenomenal. But yeah. yeah, Reed Wilkins in Edmonton. I mean, we just bowed Cam Stewart in Toronto. Pierre Maguire was just Pierre on. Pierre Maguire with us. was just on. Fantastic. Yeah, so we'll we'll do quite well, and we're glad Steve Carps with us in Vegas, in studio today, and the playoffs are. I, I got to tell you, it, it's phenomenal. I mean, these guys sell out these games when they're on TV are great. <laughs> I mean, just great. And I mean, don't laugh because, and, and don't, I don't want to hear, oh, there's the internet. Okay. That's the Islanders and Pens. The, listen, the Golden Knights are on the NBC Sports Network tonight. All right. Now, I, I, I'm assuming, will it be on AT&T Sports? It is. So it it's is. not on the NBC Sports Network here. here. 
All right. So I think I'm covered with All right, because Sunday, the Islanders-Pens went to OT, and the Islanders-Pens went to the International Space Station (laughs) in Vegas. It went to Area 51. It was, uh, yeah. All right. The NHL. Hello. It's a garage league. It has its moments. I really I love my... The hockey has been phenomenal. I'm still... I am still reveling in the Tampa Florida yeah. game Sunday evening. You had three that overtime was... games that were exhilarating, and the best game of all of them was Florida and Tampa Bay with Tampa winning in the last What minute. a great game. It had everything the sport begs you to watch for. Bennett went over the top. That was... That was a little much, but okay. that was the nature of the game. It and was now insane. He's for and it. he'll pay for it. That's and, right. and so how does that impact Florida? Let's get into this. He's a this good, is one hell of a night. He was a great league. He was a great get for them at oh, the demo. Boy, was he ever. You know, and it's funny. We've talked about Taylor Hall being an impact player for Boston. Paul Mary was a bust during most of the regular season on the island. He's all of a sudden come alive. And what do you care about? What matters? Now. What he's doing now. What you did today. What you do today. Okay? The Golden Knights could have had one of these guys if they had the cap space. But they were hamstrung. And here we are. Deja vu all well, over again, well, boys. Well, well, By the way, Pajot. They still can't but, freaking but, but, score. Wait a minute, Pajot, who Lou picked well, up last. That was last, a year ago. I know, but that, I'm just saying. So Lou picks these guys up at the deadline. The Knights have not done that. Well, Benino no. won cups. Every time they went, and somebody went and grabbed him. The, the only thing I would say, I'm not taking issue with what you said. The only thing I would for clarity, it doesn't mean they weren't in on those guys. Reportedly, Vegas was in on Taylor right, Hall. Maybe yes, but Taylor Hall had the no-move con- clause, right. he, and he wanted to go to Boston because he really almost signed with them before the season. He chose Buffalo, right. and he, I think, plotted a really smart course. He went to a place that really had interest in him, and he was motivated to salvage a disaster season. An $8 million deal, he wouldn't have got $4 million next year. What he did with Boston after the trade deadline, he's back up making 6 to 6.5 a year, yeah. and it could go up with each passing game. The cake is he, rising. But, but I'm just saying, when we say Vegas did or did not do this, they were in on some of these discussions. Right. Some of it could have been their own. The cap was a thing. The Hall thing specifically, I think he said, I'm going to Boston, and that's all there was to all right. it. The bottom line to all this, guys, is this. Somebody's got a freaking score goal tonight for Vegas. All right? You think? You want to ask Flurry to stand on his head? Fine. He's capable of stealing the game. But you're still going to have to have somebody put the puck behind Cam Talbot. Tell me who that someone is. Well, I, I'm, I'm listening. Let me, before, I'm listening. Wait, wait, hold on. Well, let's try something different. Because if you do listen to this radio show, this particular radio show, and have listened to it, are you surprised by this? No. Of course not. We, we've said for the, A year. The, the, the better part of you. But I said, this team, when you get to the playoffs, if there's a group, they can't go cold. And the last nine playoff games, if you say Flurry or Leonard's playing, 
If Vegas scores three, you would say Vegas should win the game. They can't get the three. All right, I know they didn't get the one. So that, this is something we've talked about. But I will so not for, to be redundant, we know the problem. But I will say this. Not only do they need to win tonight, I will make the case on the broader picture, they don't know not only need to win tonight, they need to score four or five goals tonight. They've they've got to swing this thing. Mm-hmm. They've got to swing the pendulum. Minnesota's already accomplished what Minnesota wanted to accomplish. They are playing money. with house money and they're gonna go for Vegas's lungs tonight. So on top of the fact that Minnesota, even if they lose tonight, are going home with home ice advantage in a building that's been a house of horrors for the Golden Knights, Vegas, for starters, has to, you got to win the game. But, I mean, the big picture, they better score 4-5 or tonight, exercise some demons, put a little chink in the armor of the belief that Minnesota has, give yourself a little bounce of confidence in the lack of confidence you have currently. I think they have to win and win big. I really do. They got to get one first before they can get three or four. I don't know if they're going to even do that. I I I was at practice this morning. They were kind of just there was no jump, there was no energy out there. I I'm, I'm very concerned. Were they guys. all were they all out there? This was not Everyone but Pacioretty, Petrangelo, Martinez. Those were the three who were not out there. So, and you're not right, Dr. You're on, not doc, wait, wait a minute. You're not Dr. Phil. But You've been around hockey a lot of years. And there are times you can see it. I mean, like the first year. They're tight. When they got when they got to the conference finals, you would have thought it was a Tuesday in October. They were loose and yes. you did did they have exactly. the demeanor in your belief, your eyes were telling you that while I'm tight as a drum. All right. I am very concerned about this, okay? I mean the board wasn't even on the ice. He was doing his Zoom call at 10.30 in the morning when normally he would wait until afterward. Now, Fleury was the first goalie off. He was in the starter's net at practice. I'll take that as Fleury's starting, which is well, the obvious. It, how, could no he, way, how could, how could he, not? he not be the starter? Correct. All right? Boy, I'll tell you one thing. If, this, he, if, he, stuff if, about, if he ever did, I mean, if he ever oh. – I'm well done. If he ever did and it worked, he's a mad scientist. But if he did and it goes pear-shaped, I mean, you're putting yourself in peril. Well, Al Walsh will be the least of his problems if he plays Leonard and Leonard gets destroyed tonight or something or loses the game. I I don't see that, though. But right now, I think the Knights have a psychological issue, and it's them. It's within them. And here's what's interesting, guys. This is year four, but it's the first year they've had a captain. If Mark Stone is the captain we think he is, he needs to either have said something already today or before they get onto the ice tonight. His leadership is going to be huge if they're going to find a way to win this game. Well, for starters... This is well, why you have a captain okay, hold on. in these for, kinds of situations. For starters, words are great. And he has been unbelievable. You can make the case 
you know, on the periphery of the edge of it in the discussion for the heart, not happening. He's winning the Selkie. He's had an incredible season. He had one shot on goal against Minnesota. Yeah. So the war and, and we've seen him and grab games by the throat latch yes. when they needed him. And you're right. So the words are fine. It has to be his play and his yeah, actions. He needs tonight. to lead by example. Absolutely. And you can't use Pacioretty ain't there as an excuse. No, because more than likely Tuck is up on the first line. Okay? And with Tuck, that line could and should produce offense tonight. I think the key for Vegas is to get their D more involved, specifically your man, Mr. Theodore. That is, to me... He has got to be more involved offensively in this game. That's what we said after this first game. DeBoer said, we're going to look at the tape, we're going to try to find more offense. I'm like, well, wait a minute, you just said we had so many chances in the first period, we could have won the game. It's like, it's one or the other. You know, you got to finish. All right? But if you're looking for offense, no more stretch passes... If it's not there and they clog the neutral zone, you got to take what they give you, dump it in, and go win some battles. But I want Theodore lugging the mail. I want Theodore jumping into the play. I want him pinching. I want him in the high slot. I want them looking for him. And if you want to find offense and then other other guys will rally around it and opportunities will come from it, who by a country mile was their most dominant offensive player in the bubble last year? Of course. Shea Theodore. Absolutely. So I think. And I'd like to see White Cloud also, to a lesser extent yeah. than Theodore, do what you're talking about. But, but Stevie said before, and it was a reasonable debate. And Steve said, well, is it, he's not moving, or, you know, maybe he's nicked up. They're all probably nicked up. I think this is more some schematic thing. And in that game in the first period, when you're tilting the ice, and yes, you had a ton of shots. Don't forget the quality scoring chances were all but even. It was twelve ten. Well, that's forget shots exactly. Forget shots. It's quantity. It's quality. Twelve ten Vegas in the high danger right. chances, and I would take issue with that. That Minnesota's high danger chances were far more high danger than Vegas's. High no danger. question about it. Okay, especially Ryan Hartman. Yeah, boy, he, he could have scored four. That guy. How did that guy sleep Sunday? Not well. Even though his team won. Yeah, not well. Not well. You know, so look, they, 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 they've got to fix it, but it starts from within the room tonight. They, they've got to come out believing they're good enough to win this game. All right? Because if they fall down 2-0, it's done. They're, they are not – look, we all know their history at the X. They struggle every time they get – Ironically, though, the last time they played there, they did win in the three-on-three overtime. Right. If this goes to overtime on Thursday or Saturday, as we are seeing early on in the playoffs, say no three-on-three, boys. Five-on-five is man's hockey. And you got to man up because, and and again, you know, the March is so penalty, we've kind of glossed over it in game one. It was big because it tilted the ice Minnesota's way. And, of course, Petrangelo 
can't clear it out of the zone, and the the puck goes off Martinez's but, skate. But the, I mean, in the, but in, that's hockey. Yeah, but I would, but no, yeah, but the March is so thing. Yeah, in the, you, you don't take a penalty like oh, that. Oh, hold on, hold on, wait a minute. Wait a minute. He's taken a lot of bad penalties. Well, that, that was one of them. I don't know. That guy was cutting into the high slot. Yeah. I don't know, man. I mean, sometimes there are good penalties. No. Yes, but I'm not sure that was one uh, of them. But I don't think it was one. the atypical March or so lost his cool and did something squirrely. Stupid, yeah. No, and that's a guy that was cutting to the net, you know, with the puck on his yeah, stick. Yeah, but he had help. There was help it's there. Bang for him. bang, though. I I, right. I don't I don't. I'll, I'll debate you on you that. You might one. be giving Minnesota too much credit for being highly skilled offensively. Everyone not named Kaprizov. Who? I'm not. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm saying the penalty wasn't the most. And I'm saying horrific penalty it wasn't a, a good one. I'm not saying it was. Uh, you know. A hangable offense. I'm just saying. Well, you can't. I mean, you you can't have a guy push try to stay it. out of the box at least early on in the game in the, in, in overtime. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Well, all right. Minnesota well, survived. Maybe they Marcus got still their... redeems himself tonight with a goal. Let's see what. I, you know that, what? I disagree. I, you know, you know what's he going to redeem himself for? I don't. I don't think it was a bad penalty. All right. You, you we'll said agree to disagree. You said you said tuck top line. I, I heard. DeBoer talk maybe March or so. Did did you? Was there something afterwards? That there, there was stuff? nothing at practice, Stevie, okay. to indicate who's playing with who. Okay. All right. They didn't do line rushes <laughs> at practice. Hey, at least you got it. <laughs> there you go. That's more I can say for the game. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you want to call in? You feel free. Seven zero two 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 one save. Two two one save. Right, the right. numbers would be two two one seven two eight three. Tony's on the hopper. Hi, Tony. Oh, wait a minute, buddy. Hold on. My bad. Oh, there he is. There you are. Go ahead, bud. Fellas, great show as always. Stevie Slapshot, what's up? How you doing, Tony? Okay, I have a question. I've, I'm a little vent, and I'm not a guy that, like, throws stuff through the TV when the team loses. And, you know, I'm over it. I'm older now. I don't do that stuff. But this feels just like the last two rounds last year. Hello. And, mm-hmm. Mr. Carp, this question's for you or Brian, or whoever, if this feels, is somebody, is a GM going to get fired if we get knocked out in the first round? And if not, is Bill Foley making player personnel moves? What's going on here? Because we can't score. We couldn't score last year. What do they do? They go out and pick up a $9 million defenseman. I mean, instead of getting a, a center and a wing or, or somebody to help out on offense, it's just – it looks terrible. This feels like we're the Washington Capitals. It's as if Tony's in my head. <laughs> well, Tony, Tony, we we always appreciate your calls, and it is a reasonable question. But it's we're one game in. All right, let's just let's just start there. We're one game in, and that's why I think they need to win big tonight to not only just tie the series, but to swing that belief and the confidence and swagger. And it's not limping past somebody. Is if this team can't get by Minnesota in the first round? All this talk about being built for cups, it's all hogwash. It's a very good team, but if they went out in the first round. There is no doubt the core is changing. And then, as Tony asks, it is a reasonable question. Someone will pay what, with their job. What will the owner do? Now, I don't, 
I don't know we're there to broach that subject yet. No. Now, I'm, and I'm not ducking it, but I would say we might be talking about it Monday. But but I, I mean, I would I would think the owner because so, Tony, you still there? Yeah, here. Yeah, but wait, 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 Tony, hold on. Here's okay. the here's the deal. This team is built to win yesterday. This is a bunch of guys in their late twenties, early thirties. So it's built. You you went you did the two goalie thing. It's built to win today. And if you go home in the first round and the offense dries up again, then you sit there and say, obviously, no matter what anybody's opinions are, the facts are they're not good enough. So then they've got to revisit what is the core, and then the owner maybe gets involved who wanted to win in year two. You know, I mean, he or he, want, he wants it all, and he wants it all as fast as he can to the point where, is that reasonable, Steve, that let's see what happens. We're not there yet. But if they go out in the first round, rest assured, there's a lot of changes. Absolutely, because there's no way Bill Foley is going to let this stand. Thanks, and, Tony. I appreciate and, the call, uh, Thanks, guys. And this will be two years running. And so I think everybody could be accountable, whether it's McPhee, McCrimmon, DeBoer, the trainers, and <laughs> well, the equipment guys. We want to focus on the players, obviously. The janitors. Well, uh, we want to focus on, on the series. but The, but the guys the, who make the ice. <laughs> Oh, the, the meals at the <laughs> McGrill, what's Mc it called? Rock or whatever that is. Mackenzie River? Yeah, Mackenzie that place. River, yeah. <laughs> the pizza guy at Mackenzie yeah, the, River? Yeah, the pizza guy. Yeah. That, no, I look, Tony, that was fantastic by him. We The, the problems that it, we saw in game one were the same problems in the bubble. Of course. To, to solve the problems in the bubble, they go out and get Petrangelo. And I, and I have got nothing against Petrangelo, but that wasn't the answer. Yep, well, we still weak at center. And now, and now you're saddled with that contract, so you can't pick up the guys you were talking about uh, at the deadline. I want well, to ba- cycle back to the game in the series. But one final thing. If... And the question was posed, and it's it's a fair and reasonable question. If this doesn't end well, don't kid yourself. You got Seattle coming in, and Vegas does not have to deal with Seattle. You got a guy like Eichel sitting there, and Vegas always has a pension for the big fish. Mm-hmm. But and I'm not saying it would be him. But again, with the Seattle thing and the wiggle room Vegas will have that other teams do not. If this ends poorly, they're going to be incredibly active. And then the question is, who's doing that? Right. Well, maybe McPhee returns to the GM spot if that happens. I don't know. Well, it, 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 it's one We're game. We're way ahead of no, ourselves. Well, no, no, the question was asked. I, we didn't bring it up. I got it. And, I understand. And, and, we, you know, and it's one game. And listen, it's they, not, it, if it's they not would, one game. It's, oh, not, it's not one game. Well, this st- is exactly what happened last Stevie, year. Stevie, I'm not arguing that. All right. But I'm, it's one game. They're down 0-1. Yeah. Okay? Yep. I mean, they win 5-1 tonight. Then you can't come in here tomorrow and be shooting confetti and fireworks into the sky. Steve came in here saying he doesn't feel good about it. I don't feel and good about this And that's fine. Either. And he may be right. He may be right. But at the end of the day, they're down 0-1. So... Are there legitimate concerns? 
You're damn right there are. And and I share all the concerns and everything you're talking about. But these guys can find a way to right the ship tonight. Absolutely. And that's why I'm saying it's not win 2-1 in triple overtime. It's kick their ass. Yeah. Okay? And I mean, I think they need to. They are capable they of doing it. They need to do that. Yeah. For their for the greater good for between the years. Absolutely. You changed the narrative in your mind in the mindset of the room. If you come out and put the Sasquatch foot like you used to say, like you like to say on Minnesota tonight, you're going to St. Paul with some momentum yes. and some good vibes and feeling positive about things. I agree with you. It's Stone, too. Stone's got to talk this to him before the Stone's game, and then got Stone's got to do it on the ice. He's got He's to lead, lead on the ice. On the ice, and more importantly, let I, the guys I, in the room know. Okay. You, you, know, you want to know how big this leader. is? Well, just the, the between the years thing. And you would go, this is sacrilege. What is that idiot saying? I will say this to you. If they lose tonight, not only mathematically, but if they lose tonight, a sweep is very much in play. Absolutely, of course. Yes. Right? Yeah. Hell, given the way they've performed up in St. Paul, of course it is. So it could be over by Saturday if they don't win tonight. Well, and then their mental part, right? You're down 0-2. Minnesota's already in their head, and now you're down 0-2 you're and you're going to Minnesota. you're going to have second-guessing the coach. But, I mean, this is the thing. They aren't already. Win that game tonight, I and mean, then, honestly, the mindset's different. Now, Vegas goes up there, seriously, looking for a sweep. Not the pressure, oh, my God, we gotta, you know, we got to win everything up here. No, that's what I'm saying. You win tonight, it changes everything. You lose, it you're staring everything. down the barrel of a gun and... You know, you're in and oh, trouble. by the way, all I got, all I'll ever bring back to you is, don't forget, Tampa Bay put up historic numbers, and they were golfing after four games against well, Columbus. Two this years. ain't Tampa Bay, and that ain't Columbus. Yeah, I get it. We've seen all this happen before, though. That's yeah. true. We've seen all this happen before. Yeah. All right, Mike's on the line. You want to call seven zero two 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 one save two two one save? Mike's on the line. Hello, Mike. Hey, Steve Carp, you were at practice today and you said there was no spring in the step. Is, is that what you said? When I watched them this morning at the morning skate, I didn't see a team with a whole lot of enthusiasm. And that has mm-hmm. me a little concerned. Okay? Or, I mean, they, were weren't, they didn't the appear. Look, I've been to enough practices, Mike, in my lifetime to know when the team's enjoying themselves and are loose. Or they're round tight as a top. Let me ask, can I ask uh, Mike, hang in there. Yeah. And I I hear you. You're loose and you play good and you're, you're comfortable, you're feeling good about yourself. At the same time, your perception is they were tight, which, which could be right. The other thing is these guys could be mad and focused, too. Is that, I mean, it, or, or did the, yes. was there more of a, was there... Was there like a laissez-faire body language to it? Could it be that this is all business and they are chewing on nails? I didn't get that sense of it, but it could very well be. We'll we'll know early on okay. when they drop it to if to see what their real demeanor is. But you know, like even Flurry, who's always joking around on the ice and keeping things very loose, he wasn't doing that this morning. Did okay? you? Does it get physical t- tonight at the drop of the puck? Do, do they? I don't know about that, Stevie. I think they need to focus on trying to figure out a way 
to get through that Minnesota trap and defense and, right. and get some quality looks at Talbot, make him work a lot harder than he did Sunday, and uh, try and get a couple by him early. They need to play with the lead. Marchessault was asked about it um, on the Zoom call after practice, and he said, we need to play with the lead, and he is absolutely right. All right, first goal is critical. What else, Mike? Well, what, was there six guys at the optional skate yesterday? Is that I don't know. I wasn't there, I and I wasn't even allowed in. The media didn't get in until it was basically all been oh. over. There was a whatever. Uh, the door. I, I just don't like the vibe. It, it, was an odd, it was an odd dynamic from what I was told, yeah. that there were guys that and, were outside, we were wanted to get in, didn't get in, and by the time yeah. they get in, there were Mike, five don't guys. get too hung up on who's at practice. Yeah, it's not. all heavily optional. Worry about who's playing tonight no, and, and what they do when they're out there. I agree. I've been to 100 nights practices, and I'm not exaggerating. So Are you the flag-waving guy? Vibe. Are you that guy? Are you the uh, guy? No, no, that's my buddy, Matt. <laughs> I'm the guy with the golden retriever, Goldie the Vegas cheerleader. I'm that guy. Uh, there you go. You, you may not. So, anyway. Well, what does the dog think? Back in, <laughs> what about it? I said, what does the dog think? Oh, the dog is P.O.'d. What do you think he did? <laughs> uh, he gets a treat after every goal. It was a lean, oh, mean Sunday. Hungry. Turned the dog into a vegetarian. <laughs> I'm just sick of my neck. Bite him in the leg or something. <laughs> All right, Mike. Always anyway, a, great show. Always appreciate always. the call. Mike. Thank you, Mike. It is Vegas Hockey Hotline, AM 1400 KSHP. Brian Blessing with Steve Carp, Stevie Slapshot. And Charlie's on the line. Hello, Charlie. Hello, gentlemen. When you were a kid, did you read the book, uh, The Emperor's New Clothes? <laughs> I know the story. <laughs> well, yes. I, I'm, thinking, I'm thinking of Petrangelo. I hear when we get him, he's a game changer. He's a juggernaut. He's elite. And I'm afraid he's going to be an anchor around our neck for the next you know, seven years, uh, just like Carlson is for San Jose. Were we competing with anybody to give him that ridiculous contract, including the no-trade clause? Because I can see he's 36. We're stuck with $8.8 million and can't get rid of him. And I don't even think he's the best defenseman on the team right now. I mean, you're, I you're, you're, your point, Charlie, is well taken. That Okay, the contract, you were going to pay that to get him, but when you get into the no-trade, no-move thing, I mean, yeah. and the player has all the leverage, I can tell – I can speak – volumes to you, and I'm not saying this is a bad deal yet, you know, but we'll see in, in, in a few years. But when you miss on, on that home run thing, let me tell you something. Vegas won the lottery not getting Eric Carlson. I'm a frustrated Sabres fan. They spent a fortune on guys like Christian Ehrhoff and Billy Lano, guys that were just nothing burgers and paid them, bought them out, dead money for years. You can't miss on these big deals because they take you off the train tracks. Absolutely. They'll be paying for that for years to come beyond the life of Petrangelo's contract because it prevents them from doing other deals. Not because like of this the, year. Not because of the turnover the other night, Charlie. I, you know what I would say to you? I'm willing to the transition. Then he had the wrist. I I see signs of a lot of good things in what this guy is. I think the problem for him, maybe you you tell me if you agree with this as a fan prompting the call and, and your your worry of the contract. I I think he's a victim of when they got him. Like everybody, like Stevie says all the time. We've said. 
they needed goal scorers, and they went and got a, a defenseman. Well, that's not Petrangelo's fault they went and got him. No, but what I looked at is, even if you compare his skill sets, obviously Theodore, much better skater, better offensive threat. Martinez, block shots. Uh, White Cloud is you know, strictly great stay-at-home defenseman. I don't know what Petrangelo, what skills he has. He has no clothes. I don't know what's he, I don't see a super shot. He's not that fast. I don't see him blocking a lot of shots. He was a captain of St. Louis. He's not the captain here. I don't know what he has uh, all these superlatives laid upon him. He's not even the best defenseman on our team. He hasn't played up to it yet, Charlie. He, he's, yeah. a, he's a good defenseman, though. Here, but, I, but I agree with you. I would rather still have Nate Schmidt on this team and not be dealing with this contract. So, again, that we could go get guys Jeez. that we need. You, well, you could have had Nate Schmidt kept the third-round yeah. draft pick and got a 25-goal scorer yes. for the same dough. Yes. So I agree with you there, Charlie. Yeah. Now, he's an elite defenseman. Thanks for calling, under, Charlie. Appreciate he, it. Basically, Alex Petrangelo is an elite defenseman who has underperformed this year. True. That's all. True. That's what it is. And, and He was showing signs of life the last week and a half. He has. But he was doing it against San Jose, Arizona. He did play well against Colorado. Mm-hmm. In the Monday night game that they lost, right? But you know now, you've got to really well, I, raise your game, it, and he he was uh, not but, able to do that in game one. Oh, Let's see what happens tonight. Honestly, maybe he makes us well, all lives. What, what we all remember is, you know, it looks like a, a total whiff. But I think Felino got a stick on it. But he had time. He had t- he had time to do a quicker decision yeah. off the glass in the playoffs. Man, that that that's the only thing. That concerns me to a degree, and maybe it's a much bigger, broader discussion with this team. They're good, and they know it. But it's almost like, is there like a slight bit of arrogance in their game? That there are things that work and don't work in hockey. And it's like, off the glass and out, do the smart little things. Just don't, you know, you got to bring the lunch pail, man. Again, again, this, this could be a DeBoer thing, the system they play, the way they... Exit the zone or how they think it? Well, that's why I believe Theodore's been held back to a degree. And I'm like, unleash this guy. I want him lugging the, the mail. I was willing to live with his mistakes. Remember the first Do you year? Remember, I've, I've, how second? many times have I said this over the years? But if you look at it, and he was a kid that was held back and held back and held back. They lose the first game. I've never seen more people. Who was, um, who was just busting your onions about jumping off the train? Oh, Dennis. Oh, it was Dennis, Dennis Bernstein yeah. in the first half. Right. I've never seen the world jump off a bus the way Vegas, when they lost the first game in the Western Finals to Winnipeg in the right. first year. I mean, that's it. The party's over. These guys, they were phony the whole time. I'm like, it's one game. That's what I'm saying about this. It's one game. Correct. But in that second game, they had to score first, and they showed you the importance of scoring first. Theodore played 11 minutes in the first period of that game and ultimately had chance after chance and ultimately set up Tatar to get him the lead, turn the whole series around, and they won. Believe me, if they're searching for offense, they got it on the blue line with Theodore. Let him go. And and to a lesser extent, White Cloud. Yeah, I, I'd like to... And Martinez. And the, Petrangelo. To, tell, tell me if I'm wrong. Minnesota seems to be backing up into the neutral zone to clog that up. Skate the, they can skate it out. They That's don't have what to Stone it. did to draw the penalty. He went. By the that way, was a brilliant. By, play. by the way, 
Stone. That was. All right, I've been watching hockey now for the better part of man, right around 50 years. I've never seen a guy go coast to coast slower <laughs> than that. He went through the entire team and it took 20 seconds. He, I, I he went, he, him he, off guard. he thought of passing, and then he stopped. And then he started to skate, and he looked up, and then he started to go again. And then he got to the blue line, and he gained him when he stopped. And then he looked at the guy, and he said, I'll go over here. And the guy looked at him, and he goes, well, I'll go over here. <laughs> and I was like, I thought my TV, I thought I, I, I hit the clicker yeah, to yeah. make sure it wasn't so it in wasn't slow motion. Slow-mo. I was thinking the same thing. I was thinking, don't show that again in slow motion. We'll never see the rest of the game. And yet it was a brilliant play. It was. It, it was. was. It was a thinking man's hockey play. Yes. Yeah. He took what they gave him. Yes. No crazy long stretch past it and no shot at getting there. You know, it would have been a turnover. <laughs> Instead, he draws a penalty. Of course, they don't do squat with the power play, which is, you know, continues to be just an absolute abortion. What? what here, I don't know I, how you I, fix uh, that. No, well, I, I well, mean, no. the boy used his timeout on one of the power plays, for God's sake. He didn't even trust his second unit. Well, no, oh, I, don't, I don't think that was a bad timeout. I'm just it's a score. No, it's a scoreless game. No, I'm not it's saying a, it's a bad. No, that was a decent. I thought that. I hear you, but, but here's he the thing. He doesn't trust his second we, unit. I don't know if it was you, you and I were talking, or as if I'm on the horn with Dave Shane. But the power play. Close your eyes. Picture a Golden Knights power play. And the passes are going back and forth on the point, but on either wing, the forward is coming back towards the blue line and turning, and. The defenseman hits the guy, marches so or whomever, gets it skating towards the net, and lets a wrist shot go. The goalie is like laughing at you. It's, I mean, they don't have, first of all, I hate when there's a right hand shot on the right wing. Where's the one timer? Pacioretty does that. That's how I was going to say. Martinez does that. Ovechkin does that. Other than that, no, no, they don't. Nobody does. Carlson's on the one side, a left hand shot on the left side, yeah. and it's it, it's it's just stagnant. Mm-hmm. Get it to the point where you look at the game winning goal in five on five last night. Marshawn's game winning goal was a cross ice pass and a one timer with five on five on the power play. You should get three of those every power play. Who takes the one-time shot other than Pacioretty or Martinez? And Marchessault. And Marchessault does. Eh, That's it. Marchessault catches it and wrist shots it. Now, I he, don't see Marchessault wire him that often. I, I have. Occasionally. Go back to where they beat San Jose in the first season. Marchessault was a threat on the power play, and he was letting it rip. He was, but, and, and then and then the one power play. But I'm not. Because your point is still well taken. Yeah, there there's stagnation you on stagnation. the power play. You yes. want to meet? It's you want guys on? You want guys on the off wing facing the play, and you either shoot it or you're facing the play, not catch and turn. Right. That, I I don't get that. How about a guy behind the net going side to side and finding the forward that's open. They tried it with Chandler Stevenson. It it sometimes works. Most of the time it doesn't. Early in the season, they had 
it worked for Carlson a little bit. tries it. But, but remember, it doesn't no. work all the time. Okay. No, but it's that Gretzky type it's, thing. You're no, but no, about but what you what that you want to form see in front is of not directly behind the net. The guys below the net to the side of the net. Yeah, and yeah. you've got the triangle. You've got the guy at the side of the circle, yeah. pass down low, and he comes right into the guy in a slot. Yeah. And that worked. They they ran that play a lot early in the season. Mm-hmm. I mean, or, but but where does that go? These guys do do their little grease board and draw things up, and that's when faceoffs matter. The only time you can draw up a play is off a faceoff. Right. Or or a, a guy. Which, in, by the way, they were very good on Sunday in game one. A, a guy, nuts. a guy in front. They were of the, very good at the dot. A guy in front of the net who's who's in the goaltender's eyes, occupying a defenseman, or a guy that so skates through. Well, that's there. what you want, Stevie. You want somebody to take away the goalie's eyes. Yeah. Or, or, that's what you've been saying for two years now. And or a guy that skates through there occasionally on the power play just to move a defenseman, change the look. Yeah. He, even if he and, doesn't and, receive the pass. You know what? Let's also give Minnesota a lot of credit. They they really did no, a they're nice fantastic. job. They're fantastic. Can, they, can I, can we, we're sitting here with all these ideas and yeah. solutions. We let me paid t- enough to give all these ideas away for free. Let me tell you something. We ain't talked about the other guys. No, they're playing well. Okay. Yeah. I mean, if you think if you think the other night, tonight, Felino, Erickson, Eck, Hartman, Freeway, do you do the first starters? And if they, they ain't gonna be shooting at, they they're not shooting at Flurry's glove tonight. By the way, but you you gotta they're gonna be crashing the net. And oh, by the way, Minnesota, they were like celebrating like it was in Studio Fifty Four the other night. They said the music was blaring so loud. They walk out of there winning a game when Kaprizov didn't. You know, was yeah. off the sheet. Yeah. Exactly. And they're going, okay. So walking out of the studio, Frank Harnish yesterday, who's, who's going to be on next with TC, brought up a really oh, good point. By the way, Ballpark's going to join us on Vegas Aguilar on Thursday. Okay. We're, we're talking about the Knights need to score goals. Not going to be easy. Not only the goaltender in net. They've got two defensemen in net in Minnesota. They, they really clog up that net. Nicole has really helped them a lot. Yeah. They, I, I'll tell you what, man. They are hard to play against. They remind me of the Capitals in the final, the first year, when everybody, including Ovechkin, were blocking shots all over the place. Oh, hey, come and on. they couldn't even uh, get through. All right, real quick. I mean, I can't believe this. What? Well, it sure. happened. It's over. Oh. We know. But, real quick. Quick. You hear me? Islanders pens. I like the under, and the Islanders are playing with house money. And you're throwing Varlamov at them. I like Pittsburgh. <laughs> okay. I'm going to go but Islanders. I still like the Isles in the series. I'm going to go Islanders. I don't have a pick on the top. All right. Washington-Boston. Unbelievable. Throwback hockey. Yeah. Good I like, stuff. I like Boston to come out of the series. Colorado gets the win. Bennington played great in that game. I think the number's way too big. I, I mean, it's one game, but St. Louis was there with a puncher's chance. I just... Colorado's really good. I think the number's too big, Stevie. I'm going to have St. That? Louis again. Yep. They miss Perron. If he's not back, Colorado wins the series easy. Um, Calgary-Vancouver. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Calgary. Tim, over. Tampa Bay, Florida. Can they do that again tonight? Oh, they, they'll play like they that better. again tonight. Because that was must-see yeah. TV. Oh, they don't like each other. I, I like that, Tampa. To, uh, what Kucherov did the other night was amazing. Yeah. Nashville, Carolina. Carolina looks really good. Yeah. I didn't think Nashville was horrible, though. No, they were I think Nashville could win their games at home. I think it may be a home ice. The Winnipeg, Edmonton about to get going. Can Hellebuck keep a minute? 
Yes. Can they keep Shifley healthy this year? That's the key. Okay. And then is Toronto a walk in the park, or does Montreal turn back the clock a little? I think Toronto wins, but it won't be easy. I think it's closer to a walk in the park for Toronto. The hockey's been great, yeah. man. It's, I mean, it's only going to get better. Well, this yep. is going to be something tonight. There'll be folks will be hooting and hollering down there. They they, they need you. <laughs> oh, by the way, Clark County's lifted the ban, full capacity everywhere. Wow, right now. So you might see. Does that mean sell it when they come back? That might be Possibly? for game five. There there could be eighteen thousand in the uh, fortress. But did you see the, the, another sport entirely? The Knicks are selling front row seats for thirty thousand dollars. Hey, they're winning. It's my $30,000? God bless him. All right. All right, so let me take care of a couple things. John Smith subs, the hat trick special, sub, fries, drink, 20% off, 9701 West Flamingo. Adam S. Kuttner, when they're on the power play, if they score, someone's winning tickets to a future Golden Knights game on Twitter. And the VGK game day giveaway, terrible. Spin that wheel. It's an incredible prize package is out there. Steve Carp. Write an article for Sinbin.Vegas on Sunday. We'll see how many more you got. (laughs) (laughs) I I think my days are numbered. (laughs) All right. Big game. Let's see what happens tonight. It's a big game. Let's see how how it all fares before the series switches back to Minnesota. Thanks to the callers. TC Ballpark are coming up next. Get the shows up on sportsbookradio.com. Follow them at SteveCarp56. At Stevie Slapshot, follow me at Brian Blessing. Thanks for joining us. Enjoy the game, folks.